Lekutes Sichis, Volume 21, the first Sicha of Parsha's Boy. The title of this article, which is a translation of the Sicha and an insight into the Sicha, is At the Stroke of Midnight. So first let's start with a synopsis. Moses says to Pharaoh that the plague of the firstborn will happen kachatzot, about midnight. Rasha gives two understandings of this timing. Understanding midnight to be a verb, an action verb, the splitting of the night, or a noun, the moment in time of midnight. Rashi is telling us that Moses was talking only to the astrologers in saying that the plague will happen about midnight, who are capable to understand a moment of time about midnight. However, not the precision of the as a thread of hair of time. At midnight. Hence, Moses gives the precision of time to the astrologers, however, changes God's precision of at midnight, the as a thread of here of time, to about midnight, the moment of time. And being that only God knows this precise moment, hence the wording, so said the Lord, at the dividing point of the night, I will go out into the midst of Egypt. That's the synopsis. Okay, let's see the Sicha. Upon the verse, when Moses tells Pharaoh that the plague of the firstborn will happen kachatzot, about midnight, Rashi comments with two explanations. I quote you, Rashi. When the night is divided, kachatzot is like when the meal offering was offered up, ke'alot, and like when their anger was kindled, baharut, against us. This is a simple meaning which fits its context. The chatzois is not a noun denoting a half. Now here it continues with a second explanation. Our rabbis, however, interpreted in a homiletic manner it like kachatziha laila at about midnight, half the night, and they say that Moses said kachatzot about midnight, meaning near it midnight, either before it or after it. But he did not say bachatzot at midnight, lest Pharaoh's astrologer's ear, and then say Moses is a liar. But the Holy One, blessed he, who knows his times and his seconds, said bachatzot at midnight. Now, in the first explanation, Rashi is defining midnight as a verb, an action verb, and it's not a noun. While in the second explanation, midnight is a noun. Now, commentaries explain what was bothering Rashi with this simple wording of the verse, driving Rashi to give any commentary at all. They explain that Rashi is bothered by Moses saying about midnight. Because of, as the Talmud says, is there doubt before God in heaven? Thus, if one says that midnight is a noun, then kachatzot, about midnight, means a doubtful approximation of time, which cannot be said concerning God. Therefore, Rashi brings two explanations. One, midnight is an action verb, and the k, about, is to mean approximation. When the, I'm sorry, when the night splits, meaning that Moses is speaking of precisely midnight with no doubtful expr- approximation. That's the first shot. The second shot is Moses giving a doubtful approximation, not in relationship to when God will do the plague, but in regards to the, quote, less Pharaoh's astrologer's error. While God said to Moses, the precise b at, Moses said to them, k, like, about. Now, let's go through some questions on Rashi's. We have five questions here. Number one, why are we forced to say that the ka 
is doubtful approximation instead of simply saying that this was the true time of the plague, about meaning near to midnight, either before or after. To which the answer is that the verse goes on to say later, it came to pass at midnight and the Lord smote every firstborn. So you can't say that it actually happened about near to midnight. However, the rule is that Rashi is that he does not rely on a future verse and would have at least quoted it for the student if this is the verse that Rashi is building upon, that it says at midnight, he should have at least mentioned it because the student doesn't know it. So the student can simply say, hey, it says kachatzot, which simply means a little before, a little after. Even more so in our case, of which Rashi already explained previously in Genesis, when Abraham waged a miraculous war against the four kings. So I quote you from Rashi, the Medrash Godav, it says, however, that the night was divided and its first half a miracle was wrought for him, meaning Abraham, and its second half was preserved for the miracle of midnight in Egypt, meaning that the of the midnight in Egypt is not a one moment, but the general second half. So then definitely Rashi could have just said, without giving any explanation at all. Now, number two, in that way is the first, in what way is the first explanation? This is its simple meaning, more than the second, which is midnight is a noun denoting a half, meaning that Rashi's this is the simple meaning demands a novelty to the meaning of the word midnight. Thus, we are able to say, that, but he did not say kachatzot at midnight, lest Pharaoh's astrologer's ear is the, this is the simple meaning of the word, midnight. But no, Rashi says that specifically the verb is the simple meaning, and that's not the way we usually find it. Number three, what is Rashi's intention with the words and say Moses is a liar? And they're not thinking that Moses the liar is so important to Moses that for this he is changing the at midnight, which God said, to about midnight? Question number four. Rashi concludes with, but the Holy One, blessed be he, who knows his time, his second, says, Bachatzot at midnight. Now, even though Rashi is quoting the our rabbis, Rashi's rules are that he quotes only that which is necessary for the simple meaning of the verse. Hence, even though our rabbis are of the opinion that God said at midnight and Moses changed it to about midnight, however, from the simple meaning of the verse, we don't say what God said to Moses, what is the need to say that God didn't say about midnight? And if so, why does Rashi have to quote at all this part of the teaching of our rabbis? Number five, fifth question. Rashi quotes in his caption to a comment only the word or words of the verse necessary for comment. Hence, why in this caption does Rashi also quote the word kachatzot halayla in the mid of the night? He's only explaining the word kachatzot, whether it's an action verb or a noun. Now, we find in this Rashi an unusual expression. This is the simple meaning, the simple... We find in Rashi... In this Rashi, an unusual expression, this is its simple meaning, which fits its context. Rashi never uses those last words. Meaning that the Rashi, the issue Rashi is dealing with is neither the meaning of the word 
kachatzot about midnight, nor even the fact that we can't say a doubtful approximation when speaking of God. Rather, the issue at hand for Rashi is the context of the verse in which the words kachatzot alayla, about midnight, are what has to fit, which fits in its context. Explanation. Upon learning our verse, Moses said, So said the Lord, at the dividing point of the night, I will go out into the midst of Egypt. The question arises, why was there any need to tell Pharaoh that the I will go out will be at about midnight? In general, we don't find God giving Pharaoh an exact time as to when a plague will happen. Now, the three unique plagues in which we do find Pharaoh receiving a time, for example, the plague of pestilence and the plague of locusts, it says tomorrow, and in the plague of hail, it says at this time tomorrow, there was a reason to give the exact time, being that, I quote to you from the verse, he who feared the word of the Lord of Pharaoh's servants drove his servants and his livestock into the houses, which does not apply to our case of the plague of the firstborn. In addition to God not giving Pharaoh the date of the plague in which Pharaoh can then know with certainty the time of the plague anyway. Thus, the context of, to, of our verse is about the notifying Pharaoh that is not about notifying Pharaoh the time of the plague. Rather, God is notifying Pharaoh with this verse of the uniqueness of the fashion and quality of this plague. This, the time specification of about midnight is connected to the uniqueness of this plague in which, quote, I, meaning God himself, will go out. In connection with which God said earlier, in relation to giving the time of ending the plague of frogs, the verse says, in order that you should know that there is none like the Lord our God. This is what's taking place here. I, God himself, will go out. However, we need to understand in what way does about near midnight express the special uniqueness of I, God himself, will go out. Once Moses told Pharaoh by a previous plague of hail, <coughs> excuse me, the specificity of, and I quote, at this time tomorrow, which Rashi says he made a scratch on the wall to demonstrate that tomorrow when the sun reaches here, the hail will come down. And about near midnight will only weaken Pharaoh's faith in Moses once he heard of such a specificity and now you're giving me such a generality? Now, therefore, Rashi comments on these words. When the night is divided, which is the ultimate precise timing possible, which also explains why he didn't put a scratch on the wall because he can't say when the sunlight hits here, which is why he said the word night. Now, the difference between the expression of dividing the night, action verb, and midnight noun is that the latter is not just an as a thread of here, minuscule exact amount of time, while the precise moment of dividing the night is. For were the moment of dividing the night be any more than as a thread of here, then this moment itself could be divided as well. Thus, Rashi is telling us that the meaning behind about midnight when the night divides, being an action verb, <coughs> excuse me, I, God himself, will go out, is that God will go out exactly at this minuscule moment of time, being that the Holy One, blessed be he, who knows his time and his seconds. Nevertheless, there remains a question as to why does <coughs> Moses specifically say, about midnight. 
when we are talking of the most precise minuscule moment of time. It should have been ba at midnight. Thus, Rashi needs a second explanation. Now, even though the second one would not be, this is the simple meaning, but rather one of our rabbis having, however, interpreted in a, in a, in a homiletic manner, being that Moses begins with, so said God, meaning he's going to say the exact words, and then changes God's words from at midnight to about midnight. And this is the true novelty of the, our rabbis, however, interpreted in a homiletic manner. What are they saying? That Moses changed the exact wording of God and that Moses doing so was the will of God. However, being that we don't find in the verse any mention <coughs> of two different expressions, that which God said to Moses and that which Moses said to Pharaoh, hence this is not a simple meaning, but rather one of our rabbis, however, interpreted in a homiletic manner it. Seemingly, there is a question <coughs> that completely negates the first explanation altogether. Being that only God knows the precise minuscule moment of when the night precisely divides, but not Pharaoh and his men, then of what purpose was there to tell Pharaoh of this timing at all? Thus Rashi quotes the entirety of the teaching of our rabbis, which points out, quote, less Pharaoh's astrologers err. Meaning, Moses was talking neither to Pharaoh nor to his servants, but specifically to Pharaoh's astrologers, who, one, are unique in that they could know this moment of midnight, and then related to Pharaoh, and two, they were charged to mimic Moses in order to prove that it is all but sorcery and not an act of God. However, even with them... There is nevertheless Moses' concern of lest Pharaoh's astrologers err. Hence, Moses, A, does give them the timing, but B, Moses states about midnight. Let's go deeper yet. Rashi, by stating, but the Holy One, blessed be he, who knows his times and his seconds, said Bachatzot at midnight, is hinting to a previous comment of his in Genesis chapter 2, verse 2. Over there, the verse says, and God completed on the seventh day. Now, Rabbi Shimon said, so Rabbi Shimon said, a human being of flesh and blood who cannot exactly know his time and his moments must add from the profane to the holy, i.e., he must add some time to the Shabbat. But the Holy One, blessed he, blessed be he, who knows his time and his moments exactly entered it, the Shabbat, within a hairbreadth. That's what Rashi is alluding to. Rashi is pointing out that there is a difference between a simple minuscule moment called a rega, which is defined as, from the Talmud, a moment that lasts as long as it takes to say the word rega, and another opinion in the Talmud, it gets more nitty-gritty. He says 158,888th of an hour. This is a moment. Okay. Now, Rashi is pointing out that there is a, mo a difference between a simple minuscule moment called a rega and a hairbreadth, which is such a minuscule moment, which even Balaam, who was the prophet of the Gentiles, who was equal to Moses, even he and Pharaoh's astrologers could know. Thus Rashi states, But this Holy One, blessed be he, 
who knows his time and his seconds that even Bilam can't account for, said Bachatzot at midnight, telling us that with the word Bachatzot at midnight is not a rega, but a hair breath, which only the Holy One, blessed be he, who knows his times and his seconds.